if I've got a bird that's hot on out the ridge, I would rather continue to move to get up on that bird. But we have several spots that we fixed up with, like redneck ghillie blinds that give enough room for a guy with a bow hunter and a guide in it that we've got set up on certain field edges that I think is going to be something we don't have to run and gun. Like I got youth hunts. I donated three youth hunts that they're auctioning off at an NWTF banquet this Saturday. And they're coming in the opening weekend for two days, three youths will. And I feel like that we're going to have several spots and youths probably won't even have to hunt their second day. Camel boots on my feet, bow in my hand, walking in the early dawn to climb up. Hey, Redbone, did you hear about that new deer feed? What new deer feed? Hey, Buck Grits, boys, you ain't heard of that yet? Buck Grits? BuckGrits.com. Well, tell us about it. What makes it better than any other deer feed? Well, Buck Grits has got the protein a deer needs. It's got the fat a deer needs. It's got the amino acids. It's got the energy. It's got it all, brother. It's going to well, bring them back after the rut, and it's going to put a rack on their head. And it's going to help the lactate and doe, I assume, too, after they have the fawns. That's right. Keep the fawns going and get them for the next crop. Well, where can I get Buck Grits? buckgrits.com you can get a sample you can order it directly from the website and we're coming to a retailer near you if you want to help a deer hurt use buck grits i've been on a big board for a while i can load him in the back of my truck we can take it to a holler take it to a field across the creek up a big old Wise Eye Hunt Control presents Welcome to American Roots Outdoors. Alex Rutt is your host along with my co-host and director of radio and director of podcast Redbone Mike Crace and Wayne Locke. Welcome to the show, everybody. We've got another wonderful show lined up for you. Uh, turkey season's happening in some of the southern states right now. Youth season's Florida's open. Turkeys are biting the dust, Redbone and Wayne. That's what I see on social media. I mean, in fact, the, uh, the turkeys in Florida are just like walking out in the fields and saying, here I am, and just dropping over. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It seems like I, there's the Florida birds to, this year just seem to be dumb. <laughs> I mean, I, I've seen more Florida birds on my Facebook page than I normally would, I would say. Well, I saw somebody, Alex, who was on social media, and they said uh, they, they were in Georgia, and they went on a fishing trip, and they said, we think we're going to go down to Florida and see if we can get on a turkey. And the next morning, by 9 o'clock in the morning, they had two turkeys laying in the back of the truck. <laughs> I'm thinking, golly. It's all, about, it's, it's all about the dirt you hunt, guys. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you're only as good as the dirt you hunt. If you don't have turkeys, you're not going to shoot them. Yep. And, Al, and Alex, you were just topic. down there. You were just down there in Florida, so I know you saw some turkeys down there. Yeah, I was actually in uh, East Coast, uh, North Carolina. I was doing a farm visit out there for Andy Daly and Rob Crocker. They bought 350 acres on the East Coast out there, and they're going to turn it into a hunting operation. And uh, it was beautiful, beautiful country. I uh, got to experience fresh seafood, and consult to them on their properties, lay out their food plots, talk about burn programs, uh, feeding buck rits, running the wise-eye cameras, and just getting them set up. 130 acres of that 350 acres, guys, was waterfowl. So it was a flooded swamp. Ooh. And oh. I was going to run a waterfowl camp. 
and run some turkey and deer hunts, but they plan on leasing other land that joins it. So these guys are going to spend some money, build a nice lodge, and entertain people uh, as fine as you can you can find a place. So the lodge is going to be extravagant. Yeah, speaking of lodges, I know uh, First Class Whitetail has a nice place. Yes, they do, and that's what this show's about. Our special guest is Kenny Zeusband from Rutland, Ohio, and I've got to meet this guy at the NWTF, and this guy is running quite the operation. Good Christian man, a coon hunter, and he hunts the Eastman Blue Ticks, and I knew we had to be buddies, and Kenny's on the line with us. Welcome to the show, Kenny. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, so, so Kenny, uh, we're going to dig into this, the second segment of the show, right now on the first segment, but uh, we got to talk about the St. Louis Cardinals in spring camp right now, and Kenny, Kenny, you're probably a Cleveland fan or something, I don't know, but the Cardinals are tearing the bone out, Red Bone, Kenny, and Wayne. Yeah, they're, they're having a pretty good summer, and of course now, you know, about three-fourths of the team is playing for other teams in the World Baseball Classic, which has kind of taken the front seat, and Team USA, as we're recording this on Wednesday, will play Columbia tonight, and if they win, they move on and advance in the tournament by winning their pool. And Alex, this World Baseball Classic has gotten pretty interesting, as there's a young man from Puerto Rico that threw a, a no-hit perfect game the other day, first one in the history of the World Baseball Classic, and you got Lars Newtbar from the St. Louis Cardinals, who's playing for Team Japan, and he has become an internet sensation and, I mean, there are Cardinals all over playing for teams from all over the world. And uh, Team USA is, is loaded, and uh, Nolan Arenado and, and Paul Goldschmidt are just knocking a cover off the ball for Team USA. And Adam Wainwright pitched game one and got the victory, only gave up two runs in five innings. So this World Baseball Classic is, I've been watching some of the games on TV, and it's amazing, some of these guys that are playing. <laughs> when it comes to baseball, I'm, I'm out of that picture. I, I just don't do any of the baseball stuff. I'm sorry, guys. Not even the just, World Baseball Classic. Just to find the best baseball team in the world. Now, Kenny, what have you got to say about baseball? You a baseball fan? I got to agree with Larry. If you guys want to talk college football, I'll talk all day. But when it comes to baseball, then I, I, I don't want to speak out of something I don't know nothing about. I'm not much of a baseball follower. What we want to do right now before we wrap it up here and go to the second segment, I want to congratulate those ladies in Arkansas, uh, Redbone, and also the Thayer Bobcats, the guys. They went to the Final Two. Uh, well, actually, they went to the Final Four and, and took third place in the tournament. They lost in the semifinals uh, on a shot at the buzzer in overtime, and then they, uh, they, they won the semifinal game with a shot at the buzzer. Uh, at the end of regulation. and I mean, just two great basketball games, and uh, Thayer Bobcats have enough to hang their heads about. Finishing third in Class 3, uh, Mammoth Spring Lady Bears went down to Hot Springs, Arkansas last weekend and won the Class 1 state championship, first-ever state championship in girls' basketball in school history. Wow. And then to top that off, Fulton County, county in which Mammoth Spring is located, just right here south of the studios, Salem, Arkansas, is also in Fulton County. They're the county seat. They also won the state championship in Class 3. So Fulton County has two girls basketball teams that are state champions. What is in the water over there? I don't know, but I'm going to go over there and get me about five gallons of it. Uh, but anyway, but so, yeah, congratulations. And all the teams around the the region, Hartville Eagles, they went to the Final Four uh, boys and uh, uh, lost both of their games. So they'll finish fourth in Class 2. And uh, it, was a, it was a great tournament. I had a great time in Springfield over at the uh, – uh, 
the arena over there and, and got to broadcast the games and visit with a lot of folks I hadn't seen in a while from Misha and, and other broadcasters from other parts of the state. So it was a great time. But, yeah, we had some good representation. And, Alex, this weekend, the West Plains Lady Zizzers are in the Final Four in Class 5. They're trying to win back-to-back state titles, and this is their third year in a row in the Final Four. That wow. is wonderful. Congratulations to all those teams. And I know there's great teams in southeast Missouri, southern Illinois, western Kentucky, partial western Tennessee, and we give a shout-out to all of them also. But anyway, we're going to go to a break, everybody. And again, our guest today is Mr. Kenny Zuspan from southern Ohio. He owns post-class whitetails. And this guy has got a turkey camp and deer camp that will blow your mind. We are doing a turkey camp, four turkey camps, actually one camp, but four camp, four camps that we're inviting three people to come out with us in May. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to go to a break. When we come back, we'll have more with Kenny Zuspan of First Class Whitetails. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more right after this. Hi, everybody. This is Aaron Tippin, and you're listening to my old buddy, Alex Rutledge, with American Roots Outdoors and Good Friends. Wishing on some love. I've been on a big board for a while. Redbone, what would you say if I could tell you that you could kill a buck on a certain day? I would say you're crazy. There's no way to predict how the bucks are going to move. Well, you're wrong. There's a new camera out called Wise Eye Technologies. These guys can predict the actual deer movement exact time that a deer is going to come through. Really? Wise Eye Technology? This camera has five megapixel pictures, has a GPS system built inside, and it's an experience using this camera. It collects data and tells you the movement, wind direction, everything. On a camera? On a camera. WiseEyeTechnologies.com. And how do I find out more information about these guys? You go to WiseEyeSmartCam.com. I'm using them. You should, too. Make your hunt easier. Use WiseEye. The ammunition and buck grits presents American Reach Outdoors. Welcome back to segment two of the show. Everybody, Alex Rutledge again calling via phone from my lodge, and Redbone and Wayne are in the studio. And our special guest today is Mr. Kenny Zuspan from Southern Ohio, the owner of First Class Whitetails. And let's kick this off right, Redbone Wayne. Who is Kenny Zuspan? Well, I am a old southern country boy from Meigs County that uh, graduated here and lived here my whole life and uh, worked on the river for AEP uh, while taking college for wildlife management. And it got to be, when my daughter was born, I wanted to be home. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So I bought a trash route that had 330 customers. And I left the river, and I come home to be my own boss. And that was in 2014. And I grew that business over the last seven years to where it's over 4,000 customers. And wow. Whoa. We've got, uh, we've got six trucks. I've got uh, – we run four out today. Um, in 2001, the Mex County Chamber of Commerce gave me an Entrepreneur of the Year Award. Very cool. For what I'd done with the trash business. And, and in that, they asked me what to do in a, for the tourist, Meigs County Tourist Guide, what I could tell people to do to come to Meigs County. And to me, that's a very tough question because there's nothing that draws people here except 
the use of the outdoors and our river. So with the amount of people that I know that come from out of state to hunt our public land that I see, it got me to thinking that I'm at the point in my career that I think that I can pursue something that I've always dreamed about and wanted to do is, is, you know, bring people into a hunting camp and put Meigs County on the map for what we have here. Uh, we have great genetics. We have an abundance of deer and turkey. The problem is, you know, a lot of these people don't let them reach the right age. So, so I wanted to now create first-class whitetails of Ohio. I want to put us on the map and show our county raised in the number of Boone and Crockett's killed. And people see Meigs County and, and know because that's the place where first-class whitetails are. So I went last year and started searching for a lodge, and I bought a lodge that I took over late last summer, and I started uh, buying and leasing more properties uh, on top of what I already had, and I was focused to start with this year. This was going to be my first year. After the first several farms we took over, I realized that we had so many shooter bucks that we needed to bring some people in last fall that I I wanted word of mouth, so I wanted people to come in and see what First Class Whitetails was having to offer. So we decided to try to sell some hunts to, to get the word of mouth out, and we brought 26 hunters in last fall. Out of those 26, 14 of them drew blood, uh, and all 26 had positive reviews and coming back, and everyone you know, loved what I'm trying to do here. So that's where we've led up to today. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, that, that that's a really cool story. And uh, so I, I know we'll probably talk about this as as we go on here, and I know we want to get focused on turkeys here in a moment, but of those uh, 14 of the 26 hunters, by the way, it's a really great ratio uh, for hunters that, that harvest an animal. Uh, how many bucks, how many does, how many, I mean, what you would call really good bucks? I mean, have you, do you have a breakdown for us? Uh, they were all, no one killed a doe. They were all bucks they killed. Um, they were, everything we killed was in the 140, wow. 150 range, except the one that I killed on the third day of season, which was 195. Ooh. Wow. I had nobody else coming in camp that weekend. And my, one of my best friends that we leased the property off of his dad had been growing this deer the last couple of years. And I've hunted this property my whole life with him. And, uh, we nicknamed this deer Big D. So Big D's coming in last year, and he had him in November 9th, and he broke off at the right-hand side after his G1. Mm. So he got a pass at 19 yards last year. So growing him this summer and watching him grow, we said, okay, here we're at the season opens here September 25th or 24th last year. We had no other hunters coming in until November, and we had a youth that was eight years old, Caleb, in camp, and his dad said, no way, I don't want him killing a deer like that. I want him, you know, 130-inch deer. So we had 130-inch deer laid up for Caleb, and I said, what are we going to do about Big D? He's daylighting here, and we know three of the neighbors are all getting pictures of Big D. So he's not going to be alive when anyone comes in in November. You know, we we retch out trying to bring people in that might want to kill him on camera and stuff, and we didn't have no one to kill him. So he said, you know, my guide, my best friend Buzz, said, you need to go in there and kill Big D, put him on display, put him in our lodge, and show people what we have here. Yep. So on my second set on September 27th, I go out and I get in the stand, 
and we'd, we'd put a redneck, hard-sided hard stand in there because we knew that he was only coming in a certain wind. And we had I had five does eaten 11 yards from me for about an hour. And Big D walked out in the food plot. <laughs> and while he walked out in the food plot, I don't know what happened, but those does started blowing, and they took off, and he took off, and, and my heart sunk. They, there's one doe standing out there just blowing her head off. The rest of them I could hear blowing a mile every direction. And I'm like, oh, it's so sick. <laughs> so I'm messaging my, my guy saying, you know, you ain't going to believe this and pukey signs. And I'm like, I'm so sick right now. And at that same time, Caleb's dad, Jason, had messaged me and said, man, we just shot. He just, he just smoked him. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'll be out to help you track him. And all my guys are going, what happened? What happened? You screwed it up, didn't you? And I'm like, well. It, you, I'll tell you about it. While I'm still sitting there, that doe, she finally comes back and starts eating down below me. The big D walks back out in the food plot. Oh, my and goodness. I, and I'm like, this is really going to happen. And he come right on down the edge, and I put an arrow in him at 20 yards. And <laughs> and it, so I get out of the stand. I walk over to, to get on the electric bike to ride back to the truck, and, and then I get shook up. I am I can't even <laughs> ride the bike. <laughs> So I sat there a little bit, and I get my composure. I said, all right, I'm not telling a soul about this because I don't want to take away from Caleb's thunder at all. Mm-hmm. So I right. don't tell a soul. I go back to camp. I go. We go to Caleb's deer. He is so excited. We track this deer, clear down the hollow. We find it. We get all our pictures. We get a drug out of there. We get back to camp, and these guys are starved to death. So I already had tenderloin laid out for them. I was supposed to fry that night. So I fried this up tenderloin. By this, it's about 12, 31 o'clock in the morning. Caleb's finally off the high of killing his deer, and he's starting to play his video game. So then I go into telling another buddy was there and killed a deer that night the story of what had happened that night. And when I got to the point of that doe come back to feed, my guides and buddies all looked at me, and I said, and then Big D walked out. And they stood up, and they looked at me like, what? You never told us this? And when I got to the ending part of that story, they were, yeah, everyone was very excited putting clothes back on. They had, not, they had not heard the finish of it yet. Wow, that's outstanding. And Alex, we uh, we need to go to break. What a great story to end the segment. Right, yeah. For him to say that, you know, he went trying to figure out what Dexter City, you know, can be, you know, so people know about Dexter City. Well, th- let me tell you, Kenny, I, I'm from uh, Cuyahoga County up there in Cleveland. We knew about uh, yep. Meg's, Meg's County uh, because uh, that's where if you want bone, you go down to Meg's County. I mean, that's that, that's yep. where all the bone on the head is up is out is out there. And uh, you guys have a great, uh, great place. Folks, we're going to continue with more American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and his friends right after this. This is Brenda Valentine, and you're listening to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and friends. Up a big old hill, year after year, got my Hey guys, it's food plot planting time here in the Ozarks and all across the country. What are you planting this year, Wayne? I'm going to put some smorgasbord in with a whole lot of clover. You're going to put some wait, extra wait. clover in it. What? Smorgasbord? What is smorgasbord? Man, it is a variety of annuals and perennials that will get you through fall time, winter time, and all the way into spring. It's awesome. You want to plant healthier food plots to track all kinds of game? Go to www.eagleseed.com. It's a smorgasbord. You know, we all get tired of certain things. The smorgasbord has everything. Your deer will love it. Eaglesseed.com. You know, Alex, there is a, a company in the outdoors that wants to provide quality hunting gear at affordable prices for the everyday hunter. 
Yes, there is, Redbone, and it's Tide We. These guys are a blue-collar company. They make excellent products that's very affordable for everybody. And these guys want to help every outdoorsman live out their passions in the outdoors. And to find out more about this company, just go to www.tidewe.com. That's T-I-D-E-W-E.com. Around your heart, so you never got to worry what the wind might Eagle Seed. Tide We present. Welcome back to America Reach Outdoors. Segment three of America Reach Outdoors. Again, our special guest is Mr. Kenny Zuspan of First Class Locktails from Rutland, Ohio. And he just shared a wonderful story with us. He missed it on uh, his deer camp. And again, this is a new business, First Class Whitetail. And what a great story, Wayne, that he shared of creating a entity in Meigs County. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, like I said before, when we went to break, that uh, Meigs County is just, I mean, that's what it's known for, is just huge whitetails. And uh, for uh, the other thing I was thinking when, when he was talking about his business growing to 4,000 customers, I'm thinking that's, 4,000 residents and farms and ranches that he's like, you know, I've always said, if you want to know where the deer are, you ask, you know, like the garbage guy, you ask the, the telephone guy, you school know, bus drivers, right. School bus drivers. They know where the deer are. So, you know, hats off to you. That's what I do when I'm on them routes is riding around looking at this property, watching deer crossing and thinking, man, I would love to put a trail camera there. I'd love to get shed hunting up in there. Yeah. <laughs> now we got to get you hooked up, Kenny, with Wiseye and uh, Tide Wee and Hornady and Buckgrits and all these companies that we're working with, man. Uh, the the, the, the Wiseye cameras does all the work for you, especially uh, turkey and deer, predators, whatever it may be, waterfowl. But uh, what I want to say here, Kenny, is that you, know, you and I met and we hit it off. We've been talking before the NWTF and I give you the idea. I said, Kenny, how would you feel if I come and done a turkey camp with you? We invited people in to come and turkey camp. And what was your what was your response? Wow, that's amazing. That the guy that I I grew up every night watching on the hunter specialties and our favorite hunter now wants to come to our camp. And my cousin uh, Brian Bubba is his mind's blown that you know Alex Rutledge is going to be now in our hunting camp hunting with us. Well, I wasn't expecting that answer, but but I was just. But anyway, but, but let's talk about your turkey hunting now. Let's tell everybody about your family first, your wife, your kids, your parents, and let's get into the turkey hunting. Tell us about your family. Um, I've got a little girl that's uh, ten years old. That uh, she's in the gymnastics. She's a little softball player, uh, and she's a hunter. She killed a hundred and forty-five inch buck this year, and. She's killed two long beards uh, over the last three years, uh, and that, that that's the apple in my eye. That's the uh, eye world revolves around her. <laughs> nice. So your wife, talk about your wife, your mom and dad. Well, my mom and stepdad, they both worked for me for the trash company, uh, or my mom does. My stepdad had a uh, accident on a semi a few years ago, so he... He kind of bosses things, I guess, for us. And uh, the wife, she she works uh, at the store we own. We own a convenience store in Langsville, that little little country store. Serve your breakfast and lunch, and sell your hunting license. Takes care of the lodge. 
Beautiful, beautiful. Let's talk about these turkeys now. Now we know about your family. We know about your roots. Southern Ohio. You've got 5,000 acres, private land. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about your turkey numbers. I know they put the turkeys back to one gobbler now in the state of Ohio, Wayne Redbone, and our listeners. But tell us how many longbeards you think you have on 5,000 acres to all of our listeners. I'd hate to put a number on it, but I know there's, I know for a fact there's nine behind my lodge in my turkey plot. I know for a fact that I, there is six on another track of land that I was consistently getting pictures of and seeing. Um, and <laughs> to put a number on it, I mean, I, I would say that there's easily 75 to 100 longbeards. What do you think of that, boys? I think I need some camo. I think I need some camo, some Apex ammunition, and a gun, and getting down there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and honestly, that's probably a low number. But uh, I mean, it's hard. I mean, you know, they're grouped up this time of year, and they're going to start breaking off and spreading out. But all nine of them, I don't know if all nine of them are still together, but they're they're right behind the lodge every morning, praising Jesus from the hollow or ridge behind me. So <laughs> <laughs> well, you're hearing them gobble right now. They're gobbling right now. Oh, uh, every morning they're up there hollering. Yes. Well, I'm wanting to get hunting with this camera I bought. I'm wanting to get up there and get some get some good pictures. Get up there and sneak around, get some good pictures of them strutting in the turkey plot, and and use you know some professional photography, I guess, to to kind of show people. Oh yeah. Well, I tell you what, I'm excited about coming there. And I knew when you told me what you had, and I knew the county you're in, I knew the area you're in. I said, this guy's got some turkeys. What we're doing, everybody, is Again, we're doing a turkey camp, uh, Alex Rose Turkey Camp, with First Class Whitetails, Kenny and, the, and his guys, and we're doing three-day turkey hunts over there, and we're going to run uh, three hunters per camp. May 4th through the 6th is the first camp. That's Camp 1. Camp 2 is May the 8th through the 10th. The third camp is May 12th through the 14th. We've only got one spot left for that camp. Uh, then May 16th through the 18th is our fourth camp. And what we're doing is a three-day hunt. You shoot one gobbler. You'll be in camp with us. Uh, you've got ponds, fishing ponds there. I'm sure there's creeks around with fish. We're going to shed hunt. We're going to mushroom hunt. And let's talk about your lodging and the meal, Kenny, that they can expect. Well, um, I've got a bunkhouse getting, it's getting finished right now. That, so they'll have, uh, everyone will have their own room. The camp with their everyone will have their own bedroom in it, and every bedroom has its own shower and bathroom in it for for the turkey camps. Uh, for the meals, I have we just went and bought a food truck. Uh, my best friend's wife is our cook, the same same guy that I killed Big D on. Was um, so we bought a food truck for her to one. It can make money going around different places throughout the year, but two. It takes the smell and the mess and her trying to cook in front of people out into the food truck, and she can cater it in. So when you got a bunch of deer hunters around, they're not, you know, watching her cook and showing impatience when they're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> does she deliver to a, a if you know during deer season? Does she did deliver to the blind, or I mean, just <laughs> <laughs> drive that truck right up, drive that truck right up, hand a burrito. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that she delivered to the Ozarks. Lunch with you guys. 
All right, Alice, we need to... Uh, so what, what kind, what kind of, talk about your lodging real quick. Uh, if you were to rate it from 1 to 10, what kind of atmosphere can our listeners expect if they're interested to come and hunt, and what kind of food will they be will they be served, and what will they eat while they're there? Hey, it's going to be home-cooked meals. Like, she's she's got a steak and gravy that she makes that's really good that I like. She's got a certain meatloaf and stuff that she makes that we like. Uh, uh, she'll have different... Steaks. I love. I love the way they cook them. Steaks on the smoker and stuff back here. Oh, that's delicious. So, wow. Uh, steak, 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 steak. Can't uh, go wrong with steak ever. All right, Alex. This time we need to uh, take a break. We'll be back with more American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends right after this. Hey, everybody. This is Michael Water with Bone Collector, and you're listening to my buddy Alex Rutledge on American Roots Outdoors, man. Redbone Wayne, have you heard about the 12-volt power packs? I've heard a little bit. Tell me more. Yeah, what it is, it's, it's a battery that you can hook to your cell cameras, uh, even charge your cell phones. This company's become really innovative, Wayne. Yeah, I've got a couple of them myself, and they're so easy to use. My six-year-old helping me set them up in the woods on my wise eyes. If you want to improve your battery life and your cell cameras, check out the 12-volt power packs. I'll have to do that. Do they have a, a website? Yes, it's jkroutdoors.com. Apex Ammunition. Amped Outdoors presents. Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors segment for the show, everybody. Again, our special guest is Mr. Kenny Zuspan of Rutland, Ohio owner of First Class Whitetails, and Wayne Redbone, this guy's got a neat camp. What do you think? Oh, I love it. Actually, I'm curious about the uh, when you're out there turkey hunting, what is your setup that you guys do? Do you guys run and gun? Do you guys just hunt the fields? I mean, what what what, uh, can people expect when they come down there? We can accommodate for anyone, but I am a running and gunner. If I've got a bird that's hot on out the ridge and i would rather continue to move to get up on that bird but we have several spots that we fixed up with like redneck ghillie blinds that give enough room for a guy with a bow hunter and a guide in it that we've got set up on certain field edges that i think is going to be something we don't have to run and gun like i got youth hunts i donated three youth hunts that they're auctioning off at an nwtf banquet this saturday and they're coming in the opening weekend for two days three youths will and I feel like that we're going to have several spots, and you probably won't even have to hunt their second day. So, wow. uh, we've got we've got enough to accommodate. If you want to run a gun with us, or if you want to sit there, you know, and wait on them. Uh, to me, I like I like moving around. Redbone. Yeah. Well, my question would be: Are, are all hunts guided hunts, or uh, will you allow hunters to come in and and put them in a region and let them kind of do their own thing? That's up to them. If they want to go hunt a property, that's fine. But to me, I, I like, if I don't have no one else in, I just want to tag along. If you want to, you know, do your own thing, that's fine. But I like turkey hunting with people. So whether I'm just following you around, getting to be a part of it and witness it, or if you want to go on your own, that's fine. But to me, if I got three guys in camp and we're going, if we all three go hunting together up on this ridge and two of us kill, we're going to go with that third one that, you know, later that day or the next morning to try to watch him kill it, in my opinion. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful. I want to say this. 
Kenny, what we need to do is get you hooked up with Tide Weed to get some of those 270-degree blinds in there before your hunt starts. And I'm telling you, if you've never hunted with a 270-degree Tide Weed blind, it is mind-blowing, isn't it, Wayne? Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, with the ability to see, especially with turkey hunting, you know, you can see the field, the lower edges, and if a turkey comes to the side of your blind, which if you hunt turkeys long enough, that you, you everyone has that same story. Their turkey comes right next to the blind. They didn't know it was there. You know, it's just crazy. But with that see-through blind, it's just amazing. Yeah, and yeah. They, got, they got 50% off right now. If you go to www.tideweed.com, you get 50% off on these blinds. You can buy these blinds for less than $100. And normally, they're like $150, $180, aren't they, Redbone, Wayne? Uh yeah, and, and and actually they're priced way below what some of the other companies sell their blinds for, even uh, even the non-see-through blinds. Right, and Kenny, here's something else to consider with those blinds is they have the ability to unzip, <clears throat> excuse me, the entire side opens up. You don't have that little V to crawl into. So if you have if you ever bring a, a guest down that is uh, disabled or in a wheelchair, that whole side will open up and you can wheel them right in and then zip it back up. All right. Well, how we? Apex ammunition. If you've never shot Apex ammunition, I want to tell you about this too. Uh, Kenny, real quick, they make them in every gauge imaginable. Uh, I started out with a 410 last year shooting the Apex turkey loads, and I actually hunted with the Ninjas, the 20 gauge loads before that, the year before that, but they're the most lethal load I've ever seen in my life. Wouldn't you agree, Wayne? Yeah, and the reason he uh, he hunts with a 410 is because I got tired of him shooting all the turkeys, so I went in, I found all his 12 and 20 gauges and pulled the pins out. <laughs> <laughs> he, he hid that 410 from me, so. But, yeah, that 410 that he shoots with, uh, some of the footage we have of, you know, knocking birds out 40, 50 yards with a 410, you know, who, who would have ever thought that? Yeah, Apex, they have loads, uh, creepy loads. They hand load them themselves, and. They've actually took over the industry as far, in my opinion, Redbone, Wayne, Kenny, and all of our listeners of creating like the, the elite turkey load of all turkey loads, in my opinion, right now. And who knows what's going to come in the future, but I'm telling you right now, Apex is making a huge statement. And I tell you what, the thing I like about Apex is that when I shoot, I've got confidence of not a shell misfiring or me not being able to put that turkey down. And... The, the negative thing about it is you do not want to shoot them too close because it shoots <laughs> like a rifle at 20 yards and less. So you better have it on that turkey's head if you shoot. So, but anyway, I just had to plug that. But uh, so if, if, if let, before we wrap up the, 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 this segment here, if we go out, say, to an area, how many gobblers can we hear in the average, an average morning from one spot? Uh, I mean... It all depends. Some some spots I can go to, and you'll hear just one or two birds out there. There's other spots that I can I can take you that I'll guarantee you'll hear eight to ten different different birds. Not meaning not even a group together that you'll hear them spread out down the hall and across the ridge. So if people want to come and, and spend three days with us in our turkey camp, how how can they contact you, Kenny? Uh, they can either call me uh, my phone seven four zero five zero eight zero zero five six. Or they can shoot me a message on our Facebook page that a lot of people follow. Um, also, I wanted to say, you know, talking about how we run our turkey hunts, someone, I had a guy ask me down at North Carolina a couple weeks ago about it. 
you don't get around very well in our hills. And, well, I've got an electric side-by-side I bought, a tractor EV, that will drive them right up to, you know, our hunting destination. To, they don't have to really walk hardly anywhere. <laughs> That's good. Now, what kind of terrain are we looking at hunting there so our listeners can understand that? If they're interested in coming, spending three days with us in camp with me and, and with you and, and our guides, what kind of terrain are we looking at? Rolling hills, big hardwoods. We, uh, uh, I mean, we're some flatlanders would call it mountains, but we're not mountains. Just the, the rolling hills, and for me, that's an advantage because when we get on top of that ridge, that bird's going to go out that ridge one way or the other. Yeah. Do you plant any food plots at all on, in your farms? Yeah, we planted 29 acres on the ones we had last year, and we figured it up this year. We, we're going to plant 61 acres on this year. we got to get you hooked up with Eagle Seed. Tell them about okay. it. That's Yeah, and Alex, before we before we get out of time here, uh, you know how how do people make contact if and, and we've just got like a minute left here, uh, if they are interested in trying to book that final spot in you know one of your turkey hunts coming up, or maybe they're interested in deer hunting in the fall or turkey hunting maybe even next spring, how can they contact y'all? They contact me at seven four zero five zero eight zero zero five six or follow my Facebook page with a message at or they can email me at firstclasswhitetailsofohio at gmail.com. And Wayne, again, uh, Redbone, you didn't tell him about Eagle Seed. Real quick before we wrap it up. Yeah, I mean, one of the best things about Eagle Seed, I just put some Eagle Seed clover down in mine to track some turkeys. But uh, the clover, they got uh, the, the chicory. Uh, they've got a whole abundance of different stuff, Kenny. If you haven't tried them, you got to check it out because the uh, the quality of the plant that comes up it's just amazing the genetics that they have uh, engineered over there. Well, and, and they develop their, their food plot seed is made specifically and engineered specifically for food plots. Right. I mean, they have your regular farm beans and, and all your other stuff. But if you're wanting to do food plots, uh, they have plants that are engineered specifically for wildlife and food plots. I mean, and, and that pretty much says it all right there. Yeah, their crimson clover to me is top of the notch. If you're if you're looking for something to attract uh, turkeys, that crimson clover is just unbelievable. And then fall time, of course, the deer will be hitting it too. But uh, spring when the it flowers and the the bugs get on those flowers and the bees and that, the, the turkeys are just in those fields like crazy going after them. Yeah, turkeys love clover. They got a variety of different clovers. Before we wrap it up here, but they also got summer blends. They got chufa and all kinds of stuff. So. We'll get you hooked up with them, too, Kenny. And I think you're going to love us even more after we get you hooked up with all of our partners that we're working with. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to our show. This concludes the radio show, but we're going to do the podcast. And to listen to the podcast, you got to to go to your favorite podcast carrier. One of every podcast carrier that's imaginable, uh, the Buzzsprout, Apple, iTunes, uh, Spotify, uh, a lot of different carriers and type in American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and friends. You'll find our show. Please leave a review because we're going to do a drawing every week for a winner to win something. And Kenny, if you don't mind, do you have any first-class whitetail hats or shirts you can sign that we could give to a winner possibly? Yes, sir, I do. Okay, that's what we'll give away, Redbone Wayne. Outstanding. So I want to thank you all again, and thank you, Kenny, for being a great guest. One more time, how can they contact you? My cell phone, 740-508-0056, 
shoot me a message on our Facebook page, First Class Whitetails of Ohio. Everybody, thank you for listening. Share the outdoors with a kid. Share it with somebody that's never experienced God's creation. It's all about you and me sharing this wonderful, wonderful outdoors. And always remember, when your roots run deep and strong, there's no reason to fear the wind. So you never got to worry what the wind might do. American Roots. Thank you for joining us for today's American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge. You can find us on Facebook. Look us up on the World Wide Web at AmericanRootsOutdoors.com. We'll be back again next week on this great radio station. Accurate. Deadly, dependable, Hornady ammunition. From a two-man operation in 1949 to a world-leading innovator of bullet, ammunition, reloading tool, and accessories design and manufacturer today. Hornady, each piece is hand-inspected to ensure consistency and quality. Ammunition engineered to perform flawlessly, simply put, the best. Hornady ammunition. Find Hornady ammunition at a retailer near you. And at Hornady.com. Water Fishing, PC Fun Fishing presents the bonus segment of American Roots Outdoors. And again, our special guest is Mr. Kenny Zuspan of First Class Whitetails of Southern Ohio. We're running turkey camps this year with Kenny, and we're doing four camps May 4th through the 6th, May 8th through the 10th, May 12th through the 14th. Only one spot left, May 16th through the 18th. If you want to turkey up with us, in time and camp with us, you don't want to miss this. Contact Kenny's Us Fan. And I'm going to turn it over to Wayne Lott. This is a bonus segment. Enjoy. Hey, if you're listening to this, that means you are on our podcast, and we appreciate that. Make sure you subscribe and uh, leave us a review. We draw all kinds of winners uh, out of the review, and you never know what you're going to get. Anything from a trail camera to a turkey calls to T-shirts and hats, uh, you name it, we can pretty much give it away. Uh, Kenny, uh, welcome back. And uh, one of the things that I, I kind of giggled about, uh, because I know that area, is when you said that uh, it's rolling hills. And when uh, you first said you run and gun, the first thing in my head is, you better be a billy goat if you're going to run and gun with Kenny because you call it rolling hills. And I tell you what, when from Cuyahoga County and I hunt up there in Ashtabula County and Trumbull County, um, to us, a rolling hill is something where you can, it just, you can still walk it and not even, you know, change your breath. Um, down in Meigs County, rolling hills is a little different, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I usually start on top and just run the ridges for the most part, uh, unless you got across the hollow because usually they, they connect somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It's the up and down over there is, uh, it's, it's a lot different than what, uh, you know, people up in Northern Ohio may hunt or, or, uh, I I'd say it's very similar to, uh, Eastern Pennsylvania, Meigs County, because it's, it's got the ups and the downs and the great valleys and stuff. And, uh, Meigs County is just such an amazing place for uh, not only whitetails, which is probably most known for, but the turkey, like you said, a lot of people don't realize the turkey numbers down there are phenomenal. And you're lucky that your turkey numbers are like that. Let me tell you, with turkey numbers falling throughout the country, uh, Kenny, you're really lucky. Well, I I did notice a difference last fall, but or last spring, but not not as much as you know what people let on to be. Because I heard several birds. We had several birds. We had no problems getting on birds. Um, I thought 
felt like there wasn't as, you know, as talkative in some places or they would shut up a little sooner than they normally would. But I feel like we still had a pretty strong, strong turkey number. Yeah. And Kenny, uh, when it, when it comes to turkey hunting, I mean, uh, uh, and we talked about this on the radio show too, but, uh, guided or unguided hunts kind of up to uh, whoever comes in the camp. Uh, does, do people get an opportunity to come in and, and pre-scout or is everything when, when you come in and book a three day hunt, I mean, is that it? You, you got those three days and, and if so, I guess that would be okay. I'm going to go with a guide because he knows where the birds are. Uh, to me, I mean, I don't care. This is my business of happiness, not my way of mm-hmm. making money. So to me, I want to make as many friends as I can to bring in the hunt. I love being in the outdoors and turkey season to me is I want to hunt with as many people as I can. I, I like being a part of it. So uh, if you want a piece of property and you want to go scout, great. You want me to tag along even better. If you want to do it by yourself and that, you know, we'll, we'll be here to take your picture when you're done. So, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm assuming because I, I know you being such a great turkey hunter and when Alex coming down there being a phenomenal turkey hunter, um, it, people who maybe are new to the sport, this is like a perfect opportunity for them exactly. to get in and uh, learn from you guys. Because say you got a, a young guy coming in, started maybe in his uh, teens or 20s, and he comes in, he's never really turkey hunted before. To be able to go with you guys, I, that's why I always recommend a guide, uh, Kenny, because if if you can go with him and do the calling for him and that and, and uh, bring those birds in, he's going to learn so much. And that's why I always tell people, if you got a chance to go with a guide, go with a guide because you'll learn so much from them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, me knowing the terrain that we're at, and there's a lot of woodsmanship you learn in turkey hunting, I feel. There's a lot more than just setting up and calling. There's a lot of, you know, when to call, when not to call, when to move, and when not to move. So, right. to me, that's all, all trial and error. You learn over time, the, you know, what works and, and become, you know, master that part of it, I guess. Yeah, people can save years of learning by going with a guide. <laughs> yeah, I would agree, but there are those hunters out there that are steadfast in their ways and maybe they're just looking to go hunt different ground mm-hmm. or a different state and uh you know they're going to be i just want people to leave me alone right <laughs> and there, there are those people out there guys another neat thing about this camp is that you know they get to spend three days with with myself and the guides there and they get to pick my brain it's like a turkey hunting school a turkey clinic they're going to get to hear stories and ask questions and how to handle different situations it's more than just a turkey hunt you know they're getting to spend time with us and gain all this knowledge so how to work a certain turkey a certain way what because he's acting different so there's a lot to offer during this these camps yeah i was, I was also going to tell kenny that um i know it's the first time you're having alex in camp you're going to find that with Alex and camp, and I know this from experience from being with him and filming him and that it's, it's not really a camp. It's a school because Alex will spend so much time with everybody in the lodge and in the cabins and that teaching them, talking to them, giving them, you know, tips and stuff. So the amount of knowledge you can gain in three days, um, sitting in there, you know, talking to you, Kenny and talking to Alex, these guys are going to come out just with a whole lot of knowledge. camp for me that's that's the big part of the camp is i love you know learning new things and 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 teaching what i know and comparing notes to people what you know works for them and what what they feel like works you know doesn't work 
Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's like you said, everybody learns all the time, but for them to be able to come in and, and learn from you guys, I, I recommend anybody that's listening to this podcast, if you got a chance, contact Kenny at First Class Whitetails on Facebook. Um, you, hey, Kenny, do you also, I forgot to ask earlier, but do you have a, a Twitter or a uh, Instagram account? I don't yet. Okay. I'm, I've not been that social media savvy that long, but it's something I need to do here soon. Do you have a website? We do. I just had the guy build it. It's 1CWOhio.com. And when you when it brings it up, it brings up our website, but a lot of the tabs will say coming soon. And he's trying to finish that for me this week. So he's going through to finish, you know, all the prices and all the different pictures and stuff that we're putting on it. Yeah. Excellent. But it, does, it does take you to our website and it does have our Facebook link to it as well. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, Kenny, we got to wrap up the uh, bonus segment here and we appreciate you uh, coming on and and uh, sharing what people can uh, you know expect when they come down to your camps for not only uh, turkey, but also for whitetail. And I man, I urge everybody get a hold of Kenny. Get a hold of first class whitetails and get down there, especially if you want uh, beards and horns. That's the place to go. Yeah, and one other question I might have, uh, Kenny, or one other question I might ask, Kenny. Uh, you know, a lot of times turkey hunters they want a little something to do midday when they're not hunting. Uh, do you have fishing available uh, at camp or on any of the properties? I mean, if I the guys want to go wet a line, I do have two stock two stock ponds on right there at the lodge, and we have several ponds on our other properties. But one of our midday things that we like to do is morel mushroom hunt so oh, uh, typically after we're done turkey hunting it turns into a morel mushroom slash shed hunting um and then we'll usually spend several hours filling filling onion sacks full of mushrooms uh as well as you know scouting I'm for the deer a cooler. i'm bringing a cooler to take a bunch home <laughs> right? sure man we could do a whole nother show on mushroom hunting with you kenny oh man <laughs> I love mushroom hunting. I found, I found a patch a few years ago that I had two Walmart bags in my pocket, and I picked it out, and I picked every mushroom that I could fit in those two bags and had to leave a whole bunch of them there because there were so many on that hillside that day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Weren't you wearing a hat or something? <laughs> Any bigger pockets. There's, cargo pants. <laughs> there's a lot of times that I'll be running and gunner on a bird and run across the patch of mushrooms, and I'm trying to, like, okay, I got to remember to come back here. You know, after, after I finish the deal with this bird, that's fantastic. Well, it sounds like a well-rounded camp, Alex. Sounds like it's going to be a great camp. Yeah, it's a shame that you and Wayne don't get to come along, you know. You're invited to come if you want to come. Yeah, I was going to say, Alex, I think I got two weekends I'll be able to hit up there with you and, and uh, okay. meet Kenny and experience all guide. this. Yeah, that'd be great. You film some of the hunts. Yeah, that'd be great. But anyway, guys, again, if you're wanting a, a turkey hunt of a lifetime, I encourage you to come and spend three days in camp with us. Contact Kenny Westman, First Class Whitetails. Again, his number is 740-508-0056. Contact him. Lock in your dates because these dates are going to fill up quick. We've only got one date left on the 12th through the 14th. One client can come in. We're going to treat you like family when you come in. You're going to eat well, and you're going to have an excellent turkey hunt, and this will be a place you want to come year after year. Post-class whitetails. Thank you for listening. Remember, share the outdoors. Teach a kid about God's creation. In Genesis, the Bible tells us that mankind take dominion of the power of the air, the fish of the sea, and all living and walking creatures.
and always remember. When your roots run deep and strong, there's no reason to fear the wind. <laughs>